0: Thank you for checking out our podcast today. We hope that the teaching you're about to hear will inspire you and motivate you on your incredible journey in becoming a better you. So please turn your attention to today's message. Round applause, round applause. I can't believe that Christmas is almost here. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. I looked at my calendar and had to go through a couple pages because I still thought we were in October. We're in December. We're in December, man. That's crazy. This year has gone by so quickly. It's been a mix of amazing events as well as emotional events. I want to begin this month with a message titled, The Hope Only Jesus Can Bring You. Only Jesus can bring you. I want to share a story before I I begin my message. Um man. When I was younger, Christmas was exciting, man. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I loved it. I love seeing all the lights. I I love seeing all the gifts that I was getting. I know it was about Jesus. I know. I was I was raised in a church. I was raised in a, a Christian home, and it was about Jesus and the birth of Jesus. But I was still a kid when I was younger. I still wanted some gifts. I can't wait for the gifts part of the holiday season. I remember. I remember after Thanksgiving, going to the mailbox and looking for the Toys R Us catalog. (laughs) Because Christmas was coming. I was excited about it i was happy well, what happened jess nickelodeon commercials. the nickelodeon commercials i remember that it was so much excitement that was like the only day that my dad would see me and my brother with a pencil looking like we were doing homework <laughs> you know why because we had so much excitement we would pick up pick this book up and this this magazine not a book this magazine had the little giraffe of the toys of us uh, a giraffe on the front cover the giraffe was dressed up like Santa Claus had like this Santa Claus outfit on it was on a sled but I didn't worry about that I was worried about what was inside of the book I was excited about what was inside of the book all of the best toys of the year all of the best presents that I knew I was gonna get because I had so much hope so me and my brother would would sit next to each other open this thing like it was a King James Bible <laughs> He would get a pencil or a marker. I would get a crown, whatever we could, whatever was close by, and we would start circling gifts that we wanted. We would make a Christmas list of all the things we wanted. I want this. I want that. Oh, I'm going to get this. Oh, I'm going to get that. Oh, snap. Dad, this is what I want. And uh, most of the time, we would get those gifts. And then there was other times that we didn't. But the thing was that there was hope. There was a desire inside of me and my brother. Again, this was the best part of our lives because at that moment, it was just me and my brother. She's watching, she's online, she's at home. We were excited because we knew there was a high percentage that we were gonna get these gifts. And then Alice came along, the princess of the house. And then our presence started to dwindle. (laughs) It started to, like, disappear. But I would carry this book. I love you, Alex, if you're watching. (laughs) Guys, keep praying for Alexis and David. Uh, Their baby, Noah, got sick. Um, He got sick with a respiratory virus that's going on, going around. So please keep them in prayer. They're doing awesome. Um, He's doing awesome because I heard him. He's now coughing more, and, and it's clearing up. But just pray over them. They are a hardcore team here that we need here all the time and when they're not here we can feel it so please pray over them for our fast recovery for noah noah my little nephew um but man i remember man i remember me and my brother used to sit down we was excited i used to tell my grandpa my grandpa didn't care about what we were doing he didn't care we would show him the the magazine say grandpa i want you to give me this gift please give me this one this one this one the the present that my dad said i wasn't able to get i will go to my grandfather (laughs) Or I would go to my grandmother and be like, Grandma, help me out. I want this one. Please, please, this one, this one, this one. We had so much hope. There was so much desire in that magazine. I also remember the JCPenney catalogs that used to come out. And the Kmart catalogs that used to come out. And, and the Sears that used to come out you, you get it? yeah, you're, we're really telling our age great and, and I remember, it was just a joyous time see I had awesome memories of opening up and sitting next to my brother and and just having a great time And we would we would circle the Super Nintendo that we wanted that year because it was Super Nintendo it was the Sega Genesis at that time Lewis said he wanted the Harmonica what was that? Oh, yeah, 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 the Super Nintendo, yeah, blow the cartridge. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, even though they say it's not, you're not supposed to blow the cartridge. But it worked every time. (laughs) You see, sometimes we were lucky and we would get what we wanted, but then there were some times when we didn't. Nevertheless, we always hoped that someday, somehow, we would be able to obtain ownership of the toys that we selected. What I'm trying to share with you all this morning is that, the kind, and I'm trying to show you an example of the kind of hope that we had when we opened up the book and, and we had so much excitement and we were so excited and we knew things were going to happen and, and we knew that mom was just checking because you knew mom always bought the gifts. So you will sometimes go to mom instead of dad. I used to carry this book, this, this magazine, like it was the Bible, man. See? We carried it like it was something special. There was so much hope directed towards that magazine. In the Bible, there are two notable women that I want to talk about today who express so much hope. The first woman, her name is Elizabeth. The second woman, her name is Mary. They were filled with hope and held steadfast faith in God's plan for their lives. Do you know Elizabeth? Anybody knows Elizabeth? No? Nothing? I'll fill you and I'll give you a little brief description of her later on. These women displayed an unwavering faith and obedience to God's plan. Elizabeth, here we go Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist. Elizabeth is the mother of John the Baptist. And Mary, the mother of Jesus. Think about that. You're in a book club, ladies, and you guys are talking about all the greatness your kids are doing. And then they say, Oh, my son is John the Baptist. And the other one, the think Mary's like, Oh, my son is Jesus. Oh, the competition between ladies these days. (laughs) I work at school. I, I, I see it all the time. You see, the examples serves as an inspiration for us to have faith and trust in God's promise. You see, Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, both believed and trusted in the word spoken to them by God. Elizabeth and Mary both shared hope. Of God's promises being fulfilled. They, 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 they believed in the coming of the Messiah and trusted in God's plan for their lives. Their hope, the hope, hope, their, their hope centered around the fulfillment of God's word and realization of his promise. Luke 1 45 says. Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. You see, Elizabeth and Mary were two women who played a significant role in the biblical narrative surrounding the birth of Jesus. Yeah. They have a significant purpose surrounding what was going to happen and what has happened this far. Both of these women underwent forms of obstacles from, from that they had to face. Elizabeth, the wife of a priest named Zechariah. If you know about Zechariah, Zachariah was mute. He wasn't able to speak. Why? Because Jesus said this. God told him to be quiet for a little while. And then when wait, 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 when Elizabeth had her son, she told her husband the name that she gave. Her son, and Zechariah said, "Great, awesome!" Because he got his voice back. He was waiting for that name, John the Baptist. You see, John the uh, uh, Elizabeth was the wife of a priest named Zachariah was considered barren she wasn't able to have babies she had obstacles she had trials and beyond childbearing age she was too old to have a baby however she miraculously conceived a child in her old age through God's intervention this child was John the Baptist who would later prepare the way for Jesus coming on the other hand Mary was a young virgin Mary was a young virgin, uh, a young virgin engaged to Joseph when she received a visit from the angel Gabriel. The angel announced that she would conceive a child through the Holy Spirit and give birth to the Son of God. Mary, with great faith and obedience, accepted this divine calling and became the mother of Jesus. You see, both of these women, Faced unique challenges. Elizabeth. Overcoming her bearingness. Celebrated. The fulfillment of God's promise. Mary as an unwed. Pregnant woman. Think, think about this. Back in those days. You had to be married to have a baby. And now she's walking around. Her husband's like what is that? Rob would you be okay with that? <laughs> oh my god he got he gave me a holy answer he said if god says so he didn't know he was like what's going on these stories are amazing the bible says mary as an unwed pregnant woman faced potential rejection and judgment from her community no one wanted her around nevertheless they both exemplified unwavering faith trust and surrender to god's plan as we begin this month of Christmas celebration, it is important to remember that everything started with hope and a promise. Romans 15, 13 to 14 says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. In then you will overflow with confident hope through the powers of the Holy Spirit. I am fully convinced, my dear brothers and sisters, that you are full of goodness. You know these things so well you can teach each other all about them. That's just a reminder of, that we all know. The God that we serve so we should be able to teach others about him you see hope is indeed a powerful tool in our lives it gives us the motivation to believe in something greater even when we can't see it that's hope I had that magazine man I was running with that thing everywhere I was excited I said oh I'm gonna get this I used to pray I think I prayed more <laughs> when I was a kid like God please I just need this Super Nintendo so that I can beat the Mario Brothers game and, 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 and the Sega Genesis. I, I wasn't able to pronounce Sega Genesis at the time. I used to say Sega Senesis because <laughs> I, was, I was young and I couldn't pronounce it. And, and I used to say Sega Senesis. And, and, and then I got it that Christmas and I was excited and I played Sonic. and It was, it was just such a fun time. Even when we can't understand it, our hope in Jesus strengthens us and motivates us to keep on pushing. To keep on pushing. We have to push. We have to push. This season is a tough season. This season is a tough season because everybody's happy and some people are sad. Because there's a lot of things going on at home that people are not expressing with their faces. Hebrews 11 says, Now faith is is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of the things not seen. Now faith is the assurance of the things hoped for and the conviction of the things not seen. I know a lot of Eagle fans were hoping. Last football game. They were praying to God. That was a close game. And it worked. I heard heard it worked. They they, they won against, uh, what was it, the Buffaloes? or Yeah, right? I don't watch football. I just heard from my co-workers. The connection between hope and faith is essential. You can't have hope without faith and you can't have faith without hope. It works together. It works together. You can't go anywhere without hope and faith. Hope provides a foundation for our faith and faith is what allows us to trust in the unseen and have confidence that our hope will manifest. I agree that God is a God of hope. He is constantly working in our lives, bringing forth his promises and fulfilling his plan for us. I believe that wholeheartedly. I agree to that wholeheartedly. And that's why my first point that I want to bring to you is God is a God of hope. Romans 15, 13. Put that up there for me, please. May the God of hope. Fill you with all joy and peace in believing. So that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in what? Hope. Our faith is. Acts as evidence of what we hope for, even before we see it with our physical eyes. Mary and Elizabeth knew what was in their womb, knew what, what they were, what they, who they were carrying. They knew the purpose that why they were here on earth. They knew the direction that they were going, even when people were talking bad about them. Even when people were making fun of them, they stood in their faith and they stood in their hope that God has given them. They stood in the promise. They stood knowing that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. They stood knowing that they had something special inside. Mary and Elizabeth, despite facing challenges and criticism and doubts from others, remained steadfast in their faith and in God. They received divine revelation about what would occur in their wombs. And as a result, their lives were marked by the fulfillment of God's word. I understand. I understand. I understand that we are eagerly anticipating exchanging gifts. I know, husbands, that you guys are going to get a lot of gifts this year. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only going to say the wives because wives always get cool gifts. Ah! (laughs) Wives, we know you guys are going to get amazing gifts this year. But I want to emphasize that the birth of Jesus is the greatest gift we will ever receive. The birth of Jesus is the only gift we will ever need. Without him, we would not have any reason to have hope because it would be pointless oh jesus it would be pointless to have hope hope in what i have hope in jesus you know why because my life right now is going crazy and i need somebody to have hope in i need help so i have to pray to jesus to help me through these storms through these obstacles through these trials through these tribulations i need the eagles to win i don't know please god Amen. only two only two everybody else is like i'm tired of the eagles already <laughs> Some people are probably like, God, I don't know what happened, God. You, you, you've been blessing me. And now I feel like I'm in a turbulence. I've been in, 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 in a hurricane that's happening. And, and my life feels like it's going around in circles. And I don't have answers for the people I need to give answers to. But I'm going believe in you. But how can you believe in something or someone that isn't there? That's why we have hope in Jesus. Because Jesus was born. And he was here to stay. He did his purpose and he went to heaven to be at the right hand side of his father. That's the purpose of Jesus. This is the purpose of this holiday. I know you like the red. I know you like all of this This is beautiful. This is great. I love this too. This makes me feel so happy inside. But the biggest reason for celebrating this month is Jesus. When you lose that or when you're not focused on that, you're not. Celebrating this season correctly. Think about this. This is the only time that the whole world is agreeing that someone was born at this time. This is the time where everybody's like, (laughs) This is the time where the little baby boy was born. Yes. That Jesus guy. As long as they're talking about Jesus, I'm happy about it. I'm excited about it. You don't have to agree. I believe in Jesus. I'm celebrating. Now, people say, oh, well, he wasn't born in December. Guess what? Guess what? Let me tell you something. You know how many times I read Facebook posts of people celebrating their birthday for a whole month? Or celebrate, oh, this is my birthday month. Say happy birthday. No, you were born only one time. <laughs> that was, that's when you were born. That's it. That's the only date you get. So when you have a whole society that's celebrating Christmas, and then seeing and then talking about this little baby born in a little major and watching plays of people acting like Jesus and being born in a major and the disciples and Mary and Joseph and seeing those plays, it gets me excited. You know why? Because that's the purpose of Christmas. The, Christ, the purpose of Christmas is Jesus Amen. and nothing else. Second point I want to make to you is that faith brings substance to our hope, faith brings substance. To our hope. Mark 11, chapter 11, verse 24 says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. You good? I'm going by what you put up there. I'm going to read it right here. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. I mentioned that hope without faith is useless and it's true. Without faith, hope remains just a wishful thinking. It is faith that brings substance to our hope. And enables us to walk confidently in the direction of our dreams. In order to have genuine hope and faith, it is crucial that we root them in who? Christ Jesus. Not in man, not in our friends, but in Christ Jesus. Sometimes we are walking in this life that we're living in and our hope is in all the wrong places. It's in money, it's in materialistic things, it's in our GPA at school, it's in our career, it's in, it's in our, 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 our amazing car that we just got a couple months ago, it's in, it's in, it's in our husband and wife, our relationship, it's, it's, it's in all of these amazing things. But again, hope, when it's not directed towards Jesus, is not the correct kind of hope. It's a hope that's pointless. It's a hope that doesn't bring answers. In order to have genuine hope and faith, it is crucial that we root them in Christ Jesus. He is the source of all hope and the one who empowers us to believe in the impossible. My hope in Jesus is always continuously getting stronger. Why? Because every morning and every year, my birthday is next month, guys. Oh, it's December, told you, I forgot. I told you, was, I forgot it we was in December. My birthday is coming up. <laughs> it's next week. <laughs> and, and, and And listen, listen, listen. Every morning I wake up, and when I get off that bed in the morning to go to work, and I'm able to do this, slide over like this, and put my feet on the floor, I just say, thank you, Lord. Because when I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, they said I wasn't able to do that. They said I wasn't going to be able to do that. So every year, I keep praising them in my hope. Getting excited. Come on, clap harder than that. Getting excited, man, because I'm able to do what was supposed to be impossible for man? My hope lies in not man, but in Jesus. Amen. Every time I feel stiff, my body feels stiff, and I get my sister-in-law that comes in in the beginning of the service, and she's like, it's so cold in here. <laughs> in the sanctuary, I'm like, Jess, I have to do this message today. It has to be a little bit cold for me to do what I need to do. But I walk in hope, knowing that my healing is going to come. And if it wasn't for Jesus, I wouldn't have anything to hope for. Are you understanding? Our hope is not in man. Our hope is in Jesus. Our hope is what took place there. There. That little baby. That's where our hope lies. Not in man, not in friends, not in family members, not in brothers, not in sisters, not in cousins, not in those best uh, uh, friends at work. It's not in, in none of them. It's in Jesus and it should be in Jesus. That's where my third point comes from. We must root our hope and faith in who? Jesus. Jesus. In who? Jesus. In who? Jesus. Man, let me tell you something. I wouldn't be able to imagine where my life would be if it wasn't for Jesus. I would never be. Oh, Jessica, why did that so hard? Did you, did you do? Mm? Oh, mm, Jules. Yeah, girl. I know, I know. But she agreed too. (laughs) I'm telling you, some of us have some amazing stories. There's a lot of people here who have some amazing stories. And the reason why you're here is because you encountered Jesus. Your faith was rooted in our hope in Jesus. Not in man, but Jesus. Colossians 2, 6 through 7 says, Therefore, as you receive Christ, Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. Just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Minds say. Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him rooted and built up in Him, established in faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Yep. You see, by staying connected to Jesus and seeking His guidance, we can carry the true gospel and share it with others. There's many people who are just jumping and jumping from one place to another place and learning different teachings and learning different forms of walking with christ and and learning this and learning that and then they're all confused and then they come back to the home church and say pastor 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 i don't understand it i'm like why did you leave the first place where were you why did you go over there now i have to clean now we have to clean you up what's going on He is the ultimate example of hope and faith. Jesus, 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 man, is the only hope that we need. By following in his footsteps and trusting in his promises, we can experience the same glory and joy that the disciples enjoyed when they were in the presence of Jesus for those three years. Think about that, man. Some people say, life is tough. Yeah, life is tough. But what are you doing to get closer to the promise? What are you doing to seek out more hope in your life? Life is tough. Life is, oh, frustrating. And you think you're the only one dealing with issues? No. Everyone is dealing with issues. Everyone is dealing with 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 problems Everyone is dealing with obstacles But the problem is between us and other people is that the other people don't understand where to get their help from We know where to get our help from and that our help comes from Jesus Not from the government Not from our job, but from Jesus When I got married the first couple years man, I was working like two jobs trying to make ends meet in a 900 square foot apartment, one bedroom, a kitchen that was real close to my bed, the corner of my bed, and guess what? I never missed a bill. My light always stayed on, why? Because of Jesus. My wife was happy, why? First, because, you know. But, (laughs) (laughs) because of Jesus, we were happy, why? Because we kept Jesus at the center. Don't push Jesus to the side and then bring him out of your pocket when you need something. Don't pull Jesus out of, out of your pocket when you think, oh, this is a Jesus moment. Let me pray. No, man. Continue to work on your relationship with him. Continue to seek out that hope that he provides for us. Continue to, 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 to live a life of grace. Continue to live a life of mercy. And the only way you can live that way is when you're connected. When you are connected. Man, Pastor Jose said, hey, you're going to lead the prayer in the morning at 6.33. I said, yes, I'm going to do that. It's been going good. Right? Those are those 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 few. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Wake up every morning at 6.33. I'm up at 5 o'clock getting nervous. Getting, like, getting nervous I'm like guys be quiet I gotta, I gotta get into the atmosphere of what God is trying to bring to these people this morning you know why I do that every morning because I have hope in Jesus where I could have been not able to walk not able to move Jesus took me away from there and that's why I sacrificially push myself to wake up in the morning and to give everyone every morning something to hear about Jesus so that they can endure what that day will bring to them why? Because the hope is in Jesus, not in me. It's okay. I, I receive. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Loretta. I'm going to shout you out tomorrow morning. <laughs> Give you a shout out, a special one. That's where hope comes from. Our hope does not come from jobs. Our hope does not come from our careers. Our hope, our hope doesn't come from developing our kids to become professionals in their life. All my life, my parents really focused on us becoming good adults, trying our best in school, but also developing an awesome relationship with Jesus. You don't know how exciting I get when my kids say, hey, can, I, can we watch The Chosen with you? Or can we watch this with you? I'm like, yo, come down and sit with us. Let's, let's spend some time. I don't force the gospel on my kids. The, go- the, the, the kids see the gospel in me and my wife so they want it. Amen. And that's how we're supposed to live. We don't force it on our kids. We show the kids how we love each other, how, my heart, how their mom is always trying to like give me kisses. I'm like, no. <laughs> She's gonna leave me today again. She's gonna travel uh, to uh, Colorado, leave myself. But hope that I had when I got into my marriage changed because the first couple of years were difficult and then when I developed my hope in Jesus more, it strengthened, and I was able to help our relationship get better. Now, I'm not saying that our, our, our relationship was bad. No, I was dealing with a lot of obstacles at that time. We were dealing with a uh, 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 communication. She only spoke Spanish, and I only spoke English. So I had to find a way to communicate with my wife. And then we were in the 900-square-foot apartment, and she was getting tired of me. Then I went to God. I said, God, I need you to help me, God. I need you to help me on how to treat my wife, on how to show her who I can be. So I started seeking out Jesus, who is the hope. Who is the hope? Jesus is what? The hope that we have for this world. And now we've been married for 13 years, about to be 14. That's unheard of for young couples. People give up after the first year. And we've been there pushing, right baby? We've been pushing, getting all obstacles. One year I was not able to walk, I wasn't able to drive for two years and we kept pushing, believing in God. Then my son get diagnosed in 2020 with type one diabetes and we kept pushing with our faith, believing in who Jesus is and how Jesus is the hope that we're looking for and that we need. Then we come back from Puerto Rico on a vacation we on vacation. We ate all the rice and beans, and all the ate all the tostones and the bacalao that was there. We ate everything, cause we know we could only get that in Puerto Rico. When we came back to do a emergency surgery on my son, cause he had fluid in his brain. Guess what? We kept running to Jesus, who is that hope that we need. So now every day I look at my wife and I'm like, baby, Jesus. Love you, baby. See you tomorrow. Jesus. Uh, I'll see you later. Jesus. Let's pray over the boys. Jesus, I had my little nephews over because my, my, my uh, sister-in-law and my brother went out to Atlanta. And um, they went out and my kids, they, they were at the house and they, they woke up. And I was like, guys, I got to do morning prayers. You guys got to stay quiet, okay? Just give me some time so I can do this quick morning prayer. And guess what? Before they left, I was like this. I prayed over them. I said, Jesus' name, protect them. Guide him. I said, Levi, come here. In Jesus' name. Uh, Jalen, in Jesus' name. Adrian, in Jesus' name. Nehemiah, in Jesus' name. Uh, uh, Jaden, my other uh, Jaylen, my son Jaden. Jaden, in Jesus' name. My dog, Pepe, in Jesus' name. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When you take hope out of your house, yes, yes. On, that's, right. that's when chaos happens. Yeah. That's where my fourth point comes. Trusting in his promises. ha, ha, ha leads to glory and joy. Trusting in his promises leads to glory and joy. John 8, 12 says, Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Whoever followed me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. As we embrace the present moment, let us nurture a wavering sense of optimism and trust in the hope we hold dear in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. See, we have anticipated. We sorry my tongue. We should anticipate and have faith in the promises of God that we find in the Bible. Just as Elizabeth and Mary did when they they, they 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 hoped and they prepared for the promises that they believed from God. No one should be able to shake their faith or your faith or your hope. No one. The same way that Elizabeth and Mary had hope and faith. Don't allow nobody to shake your faith. Don't allow nobody to shake your hope. As we come together this month to celebrate the birth of our Savior Jesus, let us meditate upon the eternal significance of his arrival. In John chapter 1 through 14 says, I love this verse. And the word became what? And the word became what? And the Word became human and made His home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. My verse I have right here says, and the Word became flesh, speaking about Jesus, and dwelt among us. And we saw His glory, glory as of the only begotten from the father full of grace and truth through his miraculous miracles we were granted immeasurable hope and boundless joy the prophet Isaiah proclaimed in Isaiah 9:6. for a child is born to us a son is given to us the government will Rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I gotta read this again. Nobody, no one bring it back to the top. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That's exciting. Because the peace that lives in us today, many people are seeking it. We talked about being friends and being a breaking point to other people. Last week when I was uh, preaching, and I was just expressing how we need to be able to be that access for someone else to receive their blessing through us so that that they can be directed in, in the direction of God. And this is what I'm saying. He is the peace. He, he's the prince of peace. He's the mighty God, the eternal father. Let us reflect upon the profound impact of Jesus' birth. For it is through him that salvation and everlasting life is made available to all who believes. As we embrace the beauty of this season. May the presence of Jesus continue to inspire you, to uplift you, to motivate you, to guide us towards a future filled with redemption and grace. Because of Jesus, we have redemption and we have grace because of who? There's redemption and there's grace. Let us remember that he is the hope that both you and I are seeking. Don't be distracted, man. Don't be distracted. Don't be distracted by what the world brings in front of you. Sometimes the world is bringing us shiny things. And we get distracted with all the shiny things. There's no one shinier than Jesus. There's nothing shinier than Jesus. As long as you keep your faith. In Jesus your hope comes as long as you as long as you keep your faith in Jesus joy comes as long as you keep your faith in Jesus and understand what this holiday is about it's probably December and they're celebrating in December just remember that this is a time where the whole world is talking about this little baby born in a major to bring what peace to bring joy. Uh, to bring love to bring to bring joy to bring to bring salvation if it wasn't for this baby, where would you be today? If it wasn't for what happened in that major, where would you be today? Think about it. Where would you be? Don't be distracted, guys. I'm speaking to those online. Don't be distracted by what the world may bring. Instead, keep moving forward. Keep moving forward and hold on to hope in the promise The promises of being with Jesus one day. Of being with Jesus one day. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm here in front of you guys. Because I too go through trials. I too go through tribulations. I too have moments where I want to just talk to my wife and say, baby, I love you, man. But this, this job is crazy. I too have moments where... I feel like I'm unfit to be a father. I'm unfit to be a husband. I, too, have those moments. I, too, have those moments where I'm like, God, why was I given this disease? Why am I struggling with this every day? Why do I feel so tired? I'm tired of this. It causes pain in my legs, God. It makes me feel all cramped up. Why? And then God says, don't be distracted. Because I sent you a helper. His name is Jesus. He loves you. He cares for you. And someday he will give up his life to be nailed up on a cross, to take away all your pains, to take away all your hurt, to take away all your frustration. But just understand that he is the hope that you need. He is the promise keeper that you need. He'll help you no matter what is going through your life. Some of us are in, 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 in moments in our life where we feel pain, where we feel alone where it feels like everything's going chaotic, keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen. Don't allow society to dictate how you celebrate this month. Celebrate it. Enjoy the time of spending time with family, but understand the real purpose of this month is because Jesus is represented to the highest in this month. Amen. How many people can say amen? amen? Did you receive something this morning? Amen. Did you receive something this morning? Amen. Come on. Can we all? Stay- Thank you again for checking out our podcast. If you would like to find information about who we are or how to donate so that we can keep doing what we're doing, please check us out at www.scarletnotes.org. See you next time.